Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of OA News Overtime. I'm Jordan Hill with Justin Lee. Jordan Hill. It's game week. Game week, man. It's game week, baby. Auburn Tigers and the Akron Zips. Which is a kangaroo. A kangaroo. Apparently, no one knew this. I thought everyone knew. I mean, Um, Auburn put out that slick graphic of (laughs) the Tigers getting ready to hunt a pack of kangaroos. (laughs) Well, they're not even Tigers. They're football players. Yeah, like like literally, like Bo Nix and Sean Shivers getting ready to... You know what it made me think of before Like we just totally sidetracked this? Do you remember the movie Kangaroo, Kangaroo Jack when we were kids? Yes. That's immediately what I thought of. It's like, like the Hawaiian shirt on. Yeah. Was that him? I think I sunglasses. Think, I know he had a hoodie on at one point. Yeah, and, and yeah, shenanigans it, incurred. Well, it made me think of the Texas A and M ones last oh, year. Oh yeah, which they were, were so dumb. Yeah, it was like a. He was like diving off a cliff to catch the eagle. Yep. But then my favorite was when they played Mississippi State, and they did a bulldog. But because Mike Leach likes pirates, it was a pirate bulldog, oh, yeah. and it looked like wishbone, like <laughs> like a dog in period attire. You know, you got to do it upright. I, I, but no, I'm shocked that like uh, there's a lot of Auburn people who are like, "Oh, the kangaroos." I'm like, "Have you seen their Zips. logo? Like, it's a zip." Nobody it's... played NCAA. Yeah. Also, tigers who say war eagle. Yeah. Let's not cast stones. Yeah. <laughs> Easy there. Well, yeah, it can be a zip and it be yeah, a kangaroo. It can be whatever it wants to be. <laughs> you you made war eagle a verb. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. So, we finally have a game to talk about, or at least the lead-up to a game. Auburn's going to kick off the season. The start of the Brian Harson era is going to be against Akron. Um, Not a great Akron team. I mean, coming off of last year, they were 1-5. Akron's a bad team. And an all-max schedule. Yes. And they allowed, somebody said they allowed like six yards a carry. They were very bad. I mean, other than like Northern Illinois and Bowling Green, they have an argument for one of the worst teams, really, in all of FBS. Um, They're not quite there, but they were not good. Tough. Tough scene. Tough scene. Tough scene. (laughs) But what are your thoughts going into this game? And we can kind of talk about predictions in a few minutes. Um, but what sticks out to you and, and, and what you're kind of looking for out of this Akron game? Well, one of our, our picks and predictions coming out Saturday yes, on Web Sooner. Yes. This is OANow.com. Yes. Subscribe. It costs a dollar. Uh, we talked about, like, hey, what is success in this game? Yes. And uh, I think, you know, I think we were kind of on the same page to where, like, you could win and not feel successful because this team is so bad. Uh, but you, what I think you, what you want to see as an Auburn fan is an offense that's clicking. You know, it's a new, it's a change. You know, for the offense, so you want to see them start on the right note because, of course, you have Penn State coming up in 14 days from then, I guess. Um, and then, and obviously, you, I mean, you want to see the defense. There's holes you want to see filled. You want to see that interior D line, how they're doing. Um, but I mean, mostly, I mean, yeah, you're going to roll. The point spread is like 37. Yes, <laughs> and that's a lot of points for you guys who aren't familiar with how spreads work. <laughs> right. But I mean, you want to. I mean, you want to cover. But uh, you just want to look sharp. I feel like. Yeah. And you don't want to look like a team that had a rocky. Uh, preseason camp or a preseason camp where the coach wasn't there yeah. <laughs> for 10 days or whatever. So uh, I think you just want to look sharp. I mean, that would be success. But, I mean, obviously, I think Auburn could just walk in walk in the stadium and they'll win by 30. They should. Yeah. They, they really should. And, and I'm the kind of person – I give love to the group of five. I've always liked sure. some, some of the smaller teams. This is not one of the better group of five This teams. is not like when Auburn played Tulane. Exactly. They had a strong team. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of teams that – 
you know, you might say, well, it could be a pretty good game. This Akron team, I don't think, is set to, to be a team microphone. that can, yeah, you know, kind of clean that up. <laughs> um, there are a few questions, and I thought this was interesting. Brian Harson hit on this. A few unknowns with this Akron team. The guy that we expect to be the starting quarterback, Cato Nelson, did not play last year. Mm-hmm. He had shoulder surgery, was coming back from that, didn't play. Um, they got a Michigan State transfer at running back. They, okay. they got a tight end transfer from Coffeeville Community College. That's like 6'5", 250. Shut up. No way. Like Coffee Town, but Coffeeville? Coffeeville is a real Juco. Not, <laughs> shout out West Blankenship. Not not Coffee Town, but he might have went to high school there. Maybe he did. Um, so there are a few unknowns, and, and, you know, with the start of a new year, you know, you don't really know what to expect. Um but uh, but yeah, we the, could just quote Wes for the next ten minutes, nah, but let's man, not. <laughs> I don't like your fire your woods with. But uh, we're here. I, we had to move the commentary to the end zone. There's fire ants in the deer stand. Anyway, anywho, uh, <laughs> Auburn should be able to take care of business. To me, the question you brought up as far as what does success look like for me, mm-hmm. it's getting that offense rolling and yeah. showing sort of that offensive identity. Obviously, you're not going to give away everything you want to do because, mm-hmm. I mean, you really don't have to to beat the Akron team. Hey. And, and you don't want to do that before this Penn State game in no. a couple of weeks. No. Um, but you want to show, like, the potential of this offense, you know, getting mm-hmm. the run game going. You know, really, you know, we keep hearing about running downhill and, and mm-hmm. getting the running backs really uh, out there in space and letting them work. And then, you know, in my mind, that means that we'll see them really rely and, and utilize play action. Mm-hmm. You know, making those defenses kind of crouch down and say, all right, here comes Tank, and then you can hit them over the middle sure. or, or down the field with Bo. Um, so that's the big thing to me. Um, on the whole, this shouldn't be much of a game. No. Um, there's not much that I would say you should really sweat if you're an Auburn fan. Uh, as far as predictions, I said 41-7, to 7, so I think they just missed covering oh. uh, that line. But I think it's just going to be one side of the game. I think the second half, you're going to see a T.J. Finley. You're going to see a Jarquez Hunter. Mm-hmm. Some of those guys get involved. And, and Akron's going to score late to avoid uh, – I started to say it was going to be a shutout, but I say they yeah. get a touchdown late. But uh, I'm going to say it's 41-7 Auburn. I, f- I feel 38-6 to 6 in my bones. Yeah. Like I feel it. It feels It, it feels right. It feels it. I feel it. So something like that. Uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, like you said, main thing is I just you just want to see that offense how it clicks early, and it might take a while. Yeah. Because, and I've said this, um, I don't know who Bo's going to throw the ball to. And yes. I don't think Bo knows who Bo's going to throw no. the ball to. <laughs> no, not at all. Because <laughs> he has a whole new group of receivers, and even you know, and and that's not a knock on the receivers. It's the the fact that Bo and the receivers haven't played together. I mean, it's yet. just a fact of the matter. Right. When you lose your three leading yeah. uh, pass catchers from last year, it's not going to be natural. Like right. it's not going to be. Oh, well, it's clearly going to be player yeah. X or player Y. Yeah. Like, that's not I, how it works. I feel and worry that it'll take three or four games for Bo to know who his most reliable targets are, to know where they're going to be, you know, as far as precision goes. They all know the plays, but uh, to know, you know, when you can go back shoulder, when you, you know, what, what they like and what they don't like, I think it'll take a few games. So that's like, that's why I'm, I'm kind of, my curiosity is peaked with the offense in this game. And at the same time, man, like, hey, man. Everybody in the world gave Gus all the crap because he's an offensive guy and the offense was down. It was Gus's fault. And, hey, man, Brian is the offensive guy too. He's a quarterback guru, all those things. So 
hold you better hold him to it too yeah. you know hold him to the fire and so. they will don't worry yeah <laughs> i think they will uh so i mean yeah that makes a lot of sense as to why we you know look at the offense um I think typically the defense, when you have a brand new anything, new season, or especially new coaches, the defense is usually ahead first because mm-hmm. um, it's just more simpler or more uh, more reliant on your athletic ability. And Auburn has athletes on defense, yeah. so. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, I don't know, man. We'll we'll just see how that offense does. But that those receivers, man, I, I've been talking about it all preseason. That's what I'm worried about, and we'll see how it goes. I'm going to just kind of do this off the cuff and do a couple of bold predictions. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to give you two. Okay. One, I think we're going to see a special teams touchdown. And I'm going to just – I want to say Donovan Kaufman runs a punt back. That's hey. going to be, that's gonna be my, Dude, my that'd be bold exciting. take. Um, besides, What's the last punt return we've seen at Auburn? It's uh, it seems like it's been a while. It has. And uh, besides that, the other one that kind of comes to mind, I'm going to say Zacoby McLean's leading tackler. I'm going to say hey. it's like at like nine because okay. he's not going to play the whole game. Right. Eight or nine tackles, Zacoby winds up being the leading tackler. Hey, let's see Chandler Wooten get some snaps. Yeah, I think we will. I think we will. We'll by, see it. By gum. I think we're going to see it. <laughs> so, sort of looking ahead and, and getting and getting ready for this game, Auburn released the depth chart on Monday. Right. There were a few surprises. On the whole, nothing that was just totally shocking. Um, and, and I'll kind of start on this, and Justin, you can jump in. Uh-huh. Um, the things that came to mind, you know, really stood out to me, I should say. Sure. Shedrick Jackson being a starter, I yes. kind of didn't expect that. That mm-hmm. wasn't a guy that I sort of saw. I figured he would have a role. Mm-hmm. Uh, and clearly that's, that might change as the uh, season goes along, but he's a veteran guy, and he's slated to be a starter. Uh-huh. Um, elsewhere, I'm trying to think of what stood out. Several transfers, four transfers yes. are going to be starters. Um, you know, by, by Darius Knighton, yep. Tony Fair, Marcus mm-hmm. Harris, uh, and we also expect Donovan Kaufman to start at Nickelback. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was something that stood out to me. Um, on the whole, I Demetrius think. Demetrius was the other. Yes, Demetrius Robertson, you right. are correct. Um, Besides that, the only other things, I think they have a couple oars, a couple yeah, guys that, sure. you know, they think uh, could play or this guy could play. Right. Uh, I think that's at left guard and right guard. They got a couple guys that are in the mix there. Yeah. Um, so, on the whole, I thought most of it was kind of straightforward and, and not a ton of surprises, but a few things that were really interesting to look at. Well, it shows what we know and shows what we can see in 15 minutes of practice yeah. five times during camp. But, you know, I talked about Elijah Canyon all preseason, and now he's not even on the duty. He's not on the duty. Now, I expect he'll play. Yes. Maybe not much. And this could change. Yeah, I mean, I think change. that, you know, yeah. something – that Brian Harson talked about earlier this week, and he was talking specifically about the offensive line, but saying how much they can kind of grow and gel together during yeah. game game day and a game time. Mm-hmm. I think it can be fair to say that you can see that with any position. Somebody mm-hmm. gets an opportunity to go out there and makes plays. Right. All of a sudden, you could see a guy like Elijah Canyon kind of move up that depth chart. Right. I think that, especially in a case where this is still a new coaching staff. I still think a lot of that stuff is fluid, and we mm-hmm. can see guys ascend or, or wind up having less playing time. Sure. Once we get into the season and we see how these guys actually play together. Yeah, and it's 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 Javarius Johnson was one. Yep. Shedrick, who brings the height. Yes. Big. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so there's that. And then, and then of course, Demetrius Robertson. So speed yeah. demon. Yeah, man. You, you talk about those instant impact transfers. We talked about it all, all off season and all preseason. And uh, you know, and, and Brian said it. He's like, we got them for a reason. They're gonna play. Yeah. And uh, there you go. Like four starters, really five if you count if you count uh, 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 Donovan at a nickel yep. slash kick returner. Yeah. He might be the first person to touch the ball, Jordan. He could be. 
if Auburn receives the kick? Yeah. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, transfers, man. Uh, the, the instant impact. This is, the, I mean, I think this is just the new era of college football. Obviously, when you have a coaching change, you're going to have more of them. But um, these grad transfers, and uh, I think National Football Foundation or somebody put out a list of all the graduates playing mm. this season, and Auburn had 22 of them. They yeah. said 23, but True Stills on there. Yeah. So Auburn has 22 of them, and uh, but but all the what. A handful, eight or so, are grad transfers who graduate from another school. Mm. Um, so, hey, man, you—that's uh, you—you get your work done, and you can graduate without penalty and, and move, 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 be Im- immediately uh, eligible. And now, I mean, that's even become more power to the players, more of that. So, um, yeah, it's just the new era, right? And oh, yeah. we'll, we'll see the instant impact on, on Saturday. Any other thoughts going into this Akron game that we haven't hit on before we tackle a few other topics this week? Um, running backs. Tank Bigsby is all eyes on Tank, man. Yep. Everyone wants. I mean, he's been touted as the best running, one of the best running backs in the country. Hey, man, it's a lot of hype. Yes. Are we ready to have this conversation, Jordan? What What is that conversation going to be, Lee? <laughs> It's just a lot of hype, man. It is. And it might be more than one man can handle. Yes, we shall see. I don't know if he's going to be Bo Jackson, Cadillac Williams. You know what I mean? It's a lot. It's a whole lot. And it's just his second season. Yeah. I mean, we were watching him play at Callaway Mm -hmm. two years ago. Yep. To the day almost. Yeah. Um,. I don't know, man. And I, I mean, and there's a lot. He's in some of these big games. He's going to take a lot of carries. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure on this guy. Oh yeah, and um, they need, I think, those other guys like Sean Chivers and Jarquez Hunter, who we mentioned before, mm-hmm. to kind of play a role, not as big as uh, of a right. role as Tank will play. Right. But you need those guys to take those carries to keep a guy like Tank fresh. Right. Yeah, Worm's got to show something as far as being every down. Yeah. And I'm not talking about his capabilities. I'm just talking about what he has shown so far. Mm. And maybe that was all Gus's fault. Maybe that was all Chad Morris's fault. But so far, he's kind of been a specialist guy. Mm. And now he, I mean, you would think he needs to step up and, and be a little more first down, second down, third down kind of guy. Mm. Uh, and then Jarquez, we don't know anything about him. Yep. You know, we've seen running backs come in and out of the program, like DJ Williams and uh, Mark Anthony Richards. Um, I don't know, man. There's a lot of weight on number four shoulders. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. No, I think it's fair. And, and, and uh, you can't just say it's a gimme and then, you know, everything's going to be smooth as yeah, far you can't as feel, like, Yeah, well, we have Herschel Walker, so oh, we're yeah. chilling. Yeah. Like, yeah. This guy's rated, you know, it's like a video game. This guy's rated 99. Yeah. We'll be fine. Like, it's not how it works. Not how it works. Not real life. So, but, but we'll see. We'll, we'll be able to watch and see. And, and you guys can make sure and, and check out after the game. I think we're going to do a wrap-up pod. Probably won't be quite as long as our normal podcast. Sure. We're sort of getting out of the press box and, yeah. and going about and, and seeing how that Auburn-Akron game wound up playing out. Um, yeah. Switching gears to a former Auburn player that made news. Oh. And we really weren't expecting this, but on Tuesday. Talking about a transfer. Yeah transferring himself out of the northeast (laughs) cam newton uh, has been released by the new england patriots uh you know i think that was a big surprise really across the country i think people understood that there was a a pretty good chance that mac jones the rookie out of alabama might be the starter for the patriots and that cam could be the second string but i don't think anyone expected him to wind up being cut um what are your thoughts on on what happened there and (laughs) what what might be next for cam i thought they'd give mac a year yeah don't just throw him to the wolves. We've seen that not work before. Yeah. 
We've seen that break quarterbacks before. So I was like, I'm pretty sure they're going to let Cam play all year this year, and then Matt can play next year. But uh, not the case. So I, I, you wonder. It's all speculation, of course. Cam put on Instagram, like, hey, nobody, don't, don't worry about me. Um, makes you wonder if, hey, they, they told him, hey, Matt's going to start. And he said, hey, can I leave? Yeah. And they gave him his release. Have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they really might have. Um, and that saves them money. And you know what I mean? And he's cool to go play somewhere else. If, you know, he he would have he been a pretty – pretty well paid backup yeah like 14 million i think yeah. something like that but if it's the case that he wanted to leave and he wanted to go to try houston or, or mm. someplace like that um yeah so we'll see hey man maybe the houston texans uh of course everyone's talking about washington football team mm. um there's some stuff there that we're not going to get into but <laughs> <laughs> um you know there's there's a few places but man guy guy doesn't have good luck no I mean, you can't you can't say he has good luck because he's the, never had good receivers. Yeah, he had a COVID year with like no camp with with the Patriots last year. Yep, and now he's gonna have a not even gonna have a preseason with his next team. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm sure if he did ask for his re- release, surely he had feelers out to Houston or some places to be mm-hmm. like, hey, y'all, y'all want me? Y'all. Yeah, because because you don't want to just go be a backup when you could have been a backup. Yeah, for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, we'll see, we'll see in, in due time what, what happens. Um, but, uh, Hey man, another, another tough break for Cameron Jarrell. Yeah. He's had a few, man. He has. And we've all, you know, seen at his height, just how good he was in right. some of the moments. And, you know, I saw people speculating, is this it? I, I don't necessarily think it's over for Cam. I think he'll, um, you know, get he'll land somewhere else and continue to play. You know, you mentioned Houston. To me, that's like the, the most obvious place. Right. Um, trying to think of other places. Maybe the New York Giants and kind of push Daniel Jones or even be that kind of sure. backup mentor sort of uh, role for him. too, isn't he? I think, I think, because uh, so he might That's be it. good um, there, and, and he might honestly be well suited to maybe wait a couple of weeks, and if there's an injury somewhere, yeah. I yeah. mean, he could pop in, and I think he would feel pretty good. Right. You know, you don't ever want to lose your starting quarterback. All of a sudden, you got Cam Newton coming in. Mm-hmm. And I think you feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you mentioned the disappointment and some of the things he dealt with, and I think people really should think back to last year. Before he wound up testing positive for COVID, the mm-hmm. Patriots were were rolling, and that was yep. still a pretty weak receiving core he was working with. But mm-hmm. anybody that watched them play the Seahawks, uh, yeah. and it wound up being like a goal line stand, and right. the Seahawks won. But I mean, that offense looked great. That was an incredible game. Right. So I don't think Cam's done quite yet. I think someone is going to realize what he can bring to the table still. Um, and, and take a chance on him, bring him in, and see what he's able to do. I keep waiting on Ben Roethlisberger to retire. Yeah, he'll never you retire. And I think the entire state of Pennsylvania <laughs> has been waiting on that. But that's kind of like a replace Tom Brady situation. Like if they feel like, hey, we can win. Our quarterback just left. Cam's Cam's the guy. And but it I could, think for I think Cam needs to stay in shape, uh, be NFL ready for the next four or five years. You know what I mean? Whatever he's got left in the tank. Yeah. And I think he can be. Kind of like they tried in New England. I think you could try it again where it's like, hey, we have a team. Ben Roethlisberger just retired, though. Plug him in. Yeah. Or the Colts or somebody. Like, plug him in. Yeah. See if See if we can make this work. Um, I think that's the move for him. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. Short term, though, I mean, the Texans might call. Mm. Uh, Ron Rivera and Washington football team might call. Mm. Um, we'll see. And, and it could be a situation, too, what I harped on him waiting 
Um, you still have the element of quarterbacks potentially missing time because of COVID contact tracing. Hey. So, I mean, like Ryan Tannehill right now with the Titans, I know, has uh-huh. missed some time. There could be a situation during the year where an opportunity opens up and, mm-hmm. and he steps in there. Yeah. Maybe he could go like to Philly and go with Jalen Hurts. Like that's the one that I was like, get another Alabama Auburn you know, quarterback. <laughs> he, he, he let's just like keeps it. Like he goes to Miami for two weeks, go plays on Tua. Well, and he was with Mike Shula forever yes. in Carolina. Yeah. He can't get away from him. No, can't do it. <laughs> so we'll see, and I'm sure you know that something will develop in the next you know few weeks, if not in the in the next month or so, with where Cam goes next. It's been uh, tough. For sure, for and sure. also Carolina. What did they do? Like, come on. Yeah, that didn't pan out. Very that divorce well for them. was stupid. Yes. they should have just stayed. Together. It's like, well, I got a new owner, and uh, we, we got to start house, news, and then so nothing. Yeah, have not figured it out yet. Dom, um, switching gears entirely. Okay, gymnastics. Hey, Justin, you sat down with Suni Lee. Yeah, man. Last week and had a chance to talk to her. She's been really, really busy. Yeah, right. Here lately. Just fill us in on what's been going on and what your sense was uh, from your conversation with her. Uh, well, we wrote a couple stories on it. Uh, one was, uh, the, the first one was right away was, hey, let's talk about Dancing with the Stars, yeah. right? That's your next move. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you haven't read any of that and you're wondering what's going on with SUNY, um, she is going to do Dancing with the Stars. She's moved out. She put on her Instagram story. She's in LA. She moved out on Tuesday. Uh, so she's going to stay there for a couple months. She's doing online classes for Auburn. And uh, so until it runs from September 20th until November 22nd. And I know that because she knows that it's November. The last episode is November 22nd. And she was like, I had to make sure it was done before the Iron Bowl. <laughs> and I she s- said that. Yeah, Auburn fans were like, if we didn't love you before, Sunny, you, <laughs> right? you have our hearts. Because she, she couldn't pass up Dancing with the Stars. She's disappointed she's going to miss like almost all football season. Mm-hmm. But she's like, at least I'll get to go to the Iron Bowl if I make it all the way. And then... I was like, you know, if you get cut sooner, you just get to go to more football. And she's, and like, she's like, she's like, what? I'm not, I'm not getting, <laughs> right. I'm not getting cut, dude. I don't think she will. No, she won't. Yeah, I, and typically, like a gymnast or someone, an athlete of that caliber, they usually last on that show I, for a while. I think America is gonna fall in love with her. Yeah. So uh, we'll see, man. So that's happening late September. So, uh, but yeah, but she's here. Um, she's excited. Um, she's, you know, she's enjoying. I don't know. She's enjoy. She. I, I, she likes to be wants to be kind of normal but of course to go on Dancing with the Stars is normal I like to call it balance yeah. just trying to find a balance between mm-hmm. you know uh, a lot of people in gymnastics and this is what the, the meeting Suni Lee story is about uh, she's found that especially at elite the level that she's at people obsess they become maybe a little overly obsessed with gymnastics mm-hmm. um, they go you know and we've talked about it before um, you know, there are girls who go up on the podium, they hear the national anthem play, and they're like, well, now what the heck do I do? Yeah. This is what I spent my entire life dedicated to. My body's growing, and I'm, I can't do it anymore. What's next, right? Mm. And Suni was like, no, that's not how it should be. She said it's, it's toxic, and she doesn't like that. And uh, so now what's next for her is football. So, or not football, Auburn. Yeah. What's next for her is Auburn. Yes. And, uh, and, and, and that includes there. Who knows? that includes going to football games. That includes going to Tumors Corner. Is what I was getting at the Auburn experience. And you know, one of the takeaways that I think a lot of people don't realize is that she was coming to camp at Auburn since seventh grade. Mm. So she knows Auburn a little bit better than I think people realize. Yeah, yeah. I think people don't realize that she knows about the Eagle and the tailgating and football and all that. And she likes it. She mm. likes Auburn. Uh, so um, yeah, so. 
uh, it, it, was, it was cool. Uh, yeah, pretty enlightening, kind of in some of those ways. And uh, yes, yeah, stories are up on OANow.com. But what's next for her is uh, is Dancing with the Stars, and then she'll be back, and then in January she'll be in, in Auburn Arena. And she's kind of uh, she's still getting used to like the celebrity stuff, you know, and like walking around campus, people noticing her. And she says that everyone she tells, she's like, "You better be in Auburn Arena. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be there. You better be there." Uh, so that's her thing. So she's excited for the season. Um, and as far as gymnastics go, uh, we talk, talk about it in the story too. Is like, you know. Uh, she's going to have to like water down her routines because of the college, the NCAA judging is just different. Uh, but they're working on it and they're going to, you know, she's going to have college routines for, for the judges. And, uh, yeah. And then, you know, if there are several ways that she could try to stay in shape and keep working for a potential run at the Olympics in 2024 and college gymnastics is one of them. And it's what she's doing. Auburn and ABC TV shows name a more iconic know, duo right? the last. You know, know, with Maddie right? yep. you know, on The Bachelor, and yep. then now you got Dancing with the Stars. So. Like, hey, man, Sarah P was doing our updates back then on yep. Maddie, so yep. I know I'll be we'll be doing the SUNY updates. I'm sure yeah, for sure. Uh, so we're getting ready to get out of here, Justin. What else is going on? Auburn soccer getting off to a pretty good start. Hey, man, they're they've rocketed it up to number eleven. Hey, in the coaches' poll. Uh, but yeah, so big win over BYU and BYU, like that's a soccer program. Like they try up there. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. they got a big win over them two to one at home. And that's what really put them up in the rankings. Uh, BYU did, BYU did lose to Arkansas. They had a little SEC run mm. and they lost to Arkansas too, but Arkansas is good. Uh, they, they were like the one seed at the SEC tournament last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but, uh, Hey man, they'll, but, but coming up on the schedule, the, at the, they've got a f- few games left. They play UAB next, but then right before conference play, they play Florida State. Florida State's number one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So then you can really, you really get a chance to figure out. But then it all comes down to league play. It all comes down to actually getting wins and not just draws. Uh, getting seeded well in the conference tournament and trying to make a run down in Orange Beach. So uh, ultimately, I don't know if they're ranked too high. I don't know if it was knee jerk. I don't know. But ultimately, over time, you know, you play more games and the the cream rises to the top as they say. So uh, we'll see what positioning they can get in the conference. But they've won, like, go, and I think maybe playing in the spring helps them um, because they've, you know, they've won seven straight games going back to the spring. Um, so they're loose and ready, and, you know, they've had, you know, probably their best spring ever because, well, under Karen Hoppe because you actually played games instead mm-hmm. of just practicing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we'll see, uh, we'll see how, how far they can ride that win streak. Well, let's wrap this thing up. I would encourage you guys to go check out OANow.com. we got a lot of content coming out uh, for that Akron game. We'll have our game day edition of the paper. Yeah. Got a ton of stories. I got a, a big one on Brian Harson going back to him growing up in Boise, Idaho. And hey, man. Talked to some of the people that uh, have been around him and watched him and watched his uh, career get to this point. I like all the old photos you pulled. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've, we Dirt Cutter and, and uh, Brian Harson that looks like he's like 14 years old. I was like, <laughs> 
like, there's no way. I was like, yeah, wow, well, that really is. Went to the file. Yes. Shout out Idaho Statesman. They were able to help me out and hook me up with some. That's awesome. We love to see it. We're glad. And, uh, yeah, and just going up to kickoff, and especially especially if you're around town, man, like we're the local paper, and we're going to be writing about stuff that's not just the game, but around town. Like when you come here, what do you need to know? That kind of stuff. So check us out. Absolutely. Go subscribe, uh, oanow.com, and and get the print edition if you're around here. It's bigger than sports to you so it's bigger than sports to us exactly how about that oh yeah we got it covered man <laughs> so we're gonna get out of here obviously tune in we'll have all kinds of content coming out of the akron game and we'll have another podcast talking about that uh, until then i'm jordan hill for justin lee till we uh, see you guys next time take care